Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's the thoughts, the feelings, the physical sensations, the changes in time or temperature, maybe, you know, so stuff you've been on your mind, stuff that you're feeling physically or emotionally, or just changes, or just you can't sleep. How about that? Or you wake up and you can't get back to sleep. Whatever it is, I'd like to uh, take your mind off that. I got this nice, safe place here, set aside, plenty of room, plenty of personal space, plenty of distance, uh, very comfortable. Come on in. And what I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Holy cow. I don't know, like, I just pictured myself blowing, like, if, if tangents were a balloon, I'd be a balloon seller, uh, tangential balloons. That was on my, that album was only released in Germany, uh, under the, that's right, it was under the name Chardonnay Noir. It was my cabaret album, Tangential Balloons. It was a good one. That, that, actually, we just did a dance remix of it, too. But that's another life. Uh, what was what was my point? Oh, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. Uh, really, what I'm here, here to do is keep you company. If you're new, hi, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Don't worry, we'll talk about inflatable inflatable tangents. Uh, I think I've talked about that before. But if you're new, here's a couple of things. I'm glad you're here. This podcast is a little bit different. So I don't exactly know, if it, like I've been doing it, whatever, seven, almost 800 episodes. I still don't exactly know how to set the um, expectations. I know if you're skeptical, totally makes sense. And if you're not sure about this podcast, of course, why wouldn't you be? Like, uh, it's a podcast that puts you to sleep. You say, well, what's your, you know, I mean, well, let me, uh, so that's why you say, well, I'm not sure how to set the expectation. I'll tell you this podcast is a little bit different. It does not make a whole lot of sense, and it does take some adjusting to get used to, or not. Like, most listeners say, well, I listened two or three times, and then it stopped. I started falling asleep, and I realized it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, so, uh, I guess, like, just see how it goes. I mean, just here to help. But there's no pressure. And there's no pressure to listen. This is one of the few podcasts you can kind of barely listen to. You could turn me all the way down, but some listeners, you know, turn me all the way up. Uh, most people find it somewhere in between. And so no need to listen. Also, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company. So if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here. And then you could queue up episode after episode. So I'm here to the very end so that you can fall asleep whenever you want. Uh, structurally for the show, what to expect is the show starts off with business that you already heard. That's how we're able to keep the show free for everybody instead of like paid service or whatever. Uh, then 
there's an intro, which is around 12 minutes of me trying to explain what the podcast is and earn your trust. Uh, and the reason it goes on for 12 minutes is just because it takes me forever to get anywhere. And uh, also a lot of listeners use it as part of their wind down because you say, well, if, like, uh, again, I, I, over, I might overuse the word paradoxical, but it's just because I don't understand how this podcast works either. I don't know if a podcast would work if it said, okay, I'm going to put you to sleep right now, eh, right after this intro. And you'd say, intro, you know, smoothity smooth, one, two, three. Uh, I'm here with, a, you know, Scoot's imaginary friend, Bill. And, uh, we're, you know, we're sponsored by whatever, uh, you know, sleep cream. And here we go. Time to go to sleep. That to me was like seems like a little bit of like I like a, like a wind down. And sometimes I need a stealth wind down, and sometimes I need like where I say, okay, I'm gonna get like I, I actually have a dimmer now, so I dim my lights uh, ideally like hours before I want to be to bed. A little inside, you know, a little inside baseball, as they say. Ideally, after I do the dishes. Uh, the next time I'm in my room, if the lights go on, I try to t- turn the dimmer all the way down. Now, that does lead to some fumbling, but I'm fumbling and bumbling 24-7 anyway. And then, you know, I have a wind-down routine. Uh, and ideally, I, I, I stretch my wind-down routine over about an hour, but uh, and it can vary. But I think that stealth moment of turning the, the dimmer on, at least I am empowered, you know. I say, yeah, okay, dimmer's on at least. is It's got to be good for sleeping. And I don't know. My, oh, my point is uh, most listeners need a wind down. Now, some listeners, they don't need it. They fall asleep during the intro or they skip the intro. They go to like 18, 20 minutes and they just start playing the show there. Yeah, so if that works for you, that's great. Whatever works for you, try it out a few times and see how it works. So that's the intro. Then there's some business. Then there's the story, which is a uh, tonight will be our episodically modular series, Big Farm in the Sky PI. And you can listen to those episodes in any order. So if you're new and you say, well, I don't know anything about the series, don't worry, I'll catch up on it. Uh, I'm here to keep you company right as you drift off. Uh, and then there's some thank yous. So, so that's structurally what to expect. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. And what, oh, so I was talking about inflatable meanders. Is that what it, inflatable meanders? Uh, yes, I guess if at some point it, during the intro, I was picturing myself just blowing meanders up. But that would be pretty cool. You see, what are those, uh, what letter, are those all, are those balloons all W's and curly Q's? Oh, no, these are malo- ma- 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 meander balloons. Uh, uh, I guess I should have called the album Meander Balloons. Maybe that should be my new, if I become a DJ, is that what Marshmallow is? Or does Marshmallow do other stuff, uh, like stuff that takes talent? Because uh, probably, you know, but for me, well, I could be Meander Balloons. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do anything except, me- I guess I already do it, Meander uh, it could also be a joke, or what are those, like, uh, puzzles, uh, I'll never think of what they're called, where it's like a picture, it's like a pun, but you look at it and you try to figure out what it is, because uh, meander balloons almost sound like meander balloons, which sounds like, uh, I was thinking originally someone standing under the balloons, uh, but I guess you'd say, 
I guess maybe if you live at the sea, you'd see it. Well, I have, uh, well, what do you wear? I don't see, you, you, I don't see your flotation device. You say, well, I wear me under balloons, uh, actually. I'm, you know, I'm uh, Carl Cousteau, the youngest of the Cousteau, uh, the great, you know, I'm the fifth generation of the Cousteaus. Carl Cousteau, I wear me under balloons. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a founder and I'm a customer. Me under balloons. That's how I stay afloat and comfy, except for the sweating part and the fact that they're made of, like, uh, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I stay afloat. Uh, you see, some people wear uh, some people wear leather. Some people wear latex. Uh, I wear balloons. Uh, they say, how, how do you look so, uh, uh, how do you look so svelte, Carl? And I'd say, well, it's me under balloons. That's what it is. And they say, then the reporter said, okay, so you're actually wearing balloons as underwear. Well, not, well, it's a balloon-based underwear product. It's me under balloons. Uh, so why well, I am wearing the prototype that I made yesterday with tape. There is also scotch tape. Uh, so you're wearing scotch tape and balloons as underwear. No, no, it's a prototype of me under balloons. And when the prototype's finished, uh, it'll be inflatable. So it'll be like PFD. So say uh, it's also swimwear. It doesn't, you know, it does it instantly dries because it's balloons. Uh, it's in, and I wear it as undergarment. Yes, so that part is correct. Uh, what do you wear when you're wearing nothing, Carl? Well, I don't. I wear me under balloons uh, uh, because if I was wearing nothing, I'd actually probably have, like would that's a trick question. Again, I just like to circle back to my roots. So you're wearing balloons as an undergarment. Balloons are part of my undergarment, correct. Uh, okay, let's get back to the sleep podcast. And now that we got that clarified, uh, it's a work in progress. Uh, that's Carl Cousteau, one of the imaginary Cousteaus, not to be confused with the actual Cousteaus. Uh, and an inventor, inventor, uh, imaginary friend, an inventor, Carl Cousteau, also customer of Meander, Meander, uh, what was it? I already forgot because I wear Meanderwear. Oh, Meander balloons. It, it really, it's a shame we don't have a budget. You're right, Carl, because I could see many commercials. Uh, you say, what do you got under there? Hold on. Meander balloons. Also, anybody listening, don't ever wear, don't put any balloons. Uh, balloons are for, don't make any balloon undergarment prototypes. I'm not even joking. This is all just fictional. Uh, just to clarify that, uh, keep the balloons, uh, keep the balloons in the, you know, blown up or wherever. Uh, Carl, what kind of example are you setting? Well, I thought I was cutting edge. It turns out it's just, uh, you're a dreamer, Carl. That's great. You know, cause I'm here to enable people's dreams too. And the way I do it is I go off topic. Uh, sometimes I get caught up uh, in interviews uh, that I end up saying, well, it could have gone a different way. But it, like, uh, especially when something's catchy like that, it's hard to get out of. Uh, and the name Carl Cousteau is also catchy. Uh, and uh, so we'll just, just stick with that. Thanks, thanks again for coming by, Carl. Also have a brother named Carl, so that works out cool. Got an editor on the show named Carl. So, uh, so anyway, I'm here. If you're new, I guess that gives you a pretty good example of how the podcast works. Uh, 
I'm taking your mind off of stuff. I I, I would posit uh, that uh, I I did maybe there. You say, oh yeah, I forgot. I was thinking about what was I thinking about? Well, just think about meander balloons. Anytime the word spreadsheet tries to get into your head, say meander balloons. Uh, you see, where's that spreadsheet for tomorrow? Put it. I put it in one of meander balloons, uh, boss. Uh, let me just get it out of here. It's pretty tight though, because you know it's still in a balloon. Me, don't worry, they're imaginary. Great. Carl Cousteau invented them, of the imaginary Cousteaus. So anyway, if you're new, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company and to take your mind off stuff. So I really appreciate you coming by. I make the show because I've been there and I know how it feels, uh, and I want to help. Uh, so I think that's it. Give it a few tries, like most listeners say. But I appreciate your time. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive because uh, I'd like to help you fall asleep. And thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, I'll do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is I got this nice, uh, safe place here, and I've got it ready for you. Uh, you could even observe it at a distance if you wish. Sometimes, you know, that's nice. You say, hey, I'm going to get this. You, you just sit over there. I'm going to set the places. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. And you just watch and see if you're, you know, kind of like if you're prepping a bed for a pet. Uh, you say, hey, I'm going to make your bed here, but you don't have to get it. Just watch me get it ready. And then maybe you'll want to get in it, too. I've never tried this with a child, but maybe that's a way to say, to get them in bed. Say, hey, why don't you watch over there? I'm going to make your bed extra snuggly. Maybe tuck in an imaginary child for that extra, you know, like a little bit of play acting. Or maybe talk to the pillows and say, hey, pillows, going to get you comfortable here. Uh, but that's really what I'm, I'm trying to do. Then I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing Creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Go, I'm going to go off topic, get confused, use filler words, pauses. We'll have a few. And then <laughs> some more, but uh, intentional and accidental pauses, gratuitous ones. Oh boy. And uh, <laughs> gratuitous j- j- jokes, podcasting, podcaster amusing himself. Also, it's been a while since I've talked about Amuse Bouche. I, I, I know the season of Top Chef started when I'm recording this. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be over. But I kind of like watching that in one big chunk the whole season. So I haven't watched it yet. So I don't know if they made any Amuse Bouche. Amuse Bouche. It's even a hard word to say. But this podcast is kind of like like. It includes, you see, I think that's like a, a little bite. That's what a moose bouche is. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, chefs and linguists. Uh, the the uh, what was my point? Oh, he, I'm here to take your mind off stuff so to keep you company in the deep dark night. And the way I'm going to do it is, if you're new, it, it's a little bit different. This podcast is like one without tech. It, it's it's got. It, I do have microphone technique, and not you know not on the level of the great, uh, you know, hip hop and R and B performers. 
and MCs of the world, but I do have microphone technique to keep these lowing, soothing, creaky dolls to tones going. And so I can really be there for you. Uh, but if you're new, here's a couple of things to know. This show is different. And initially, it won't make a lot of sense. And you'll say, what is this? Or what is he doing? Or what is he talking about? And sometimes you might say it in a voice that's not like that. And that's cool. It usually works best if you give the podcast a few tries kind of passively. Uh, but initially, with some skepticism, I totally understand that. Structurally, what to expect. If you were thought you were skeptical before, uh, Structurally, what to expect is the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep a podcast podcast free and keep that 90 hours of work a week it takes to keep the show going. That's the business side. Then there's like a 12 or 14 minute intro. And, you know, a lot of times it, traditionally in the history of introductions, except for big speeches where you have to, you know, butter up the speech maker or award winners. Intros are usually limited to say, hey, this is a Sleep With Me podcast, podcast to put you to sleep. Now I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. And when I first started making a podcast, it was a bit like that. But what I learned over time is that, you know, people, not everybody falls asleep at the same pace. And no one, uh, except for like some of us, fall asleep really fast. And so the intro has kind of slowly evolved to, to be part of a lot of the listeners' wind-down routine. Uh, whether they're getting ready for bed or they're in bed. And then the day, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking you into this world, the world of uh, <laughs> amuse, bo- amu- amusing you with my mispronunciations of amuse bouche, amusing bouches. Like the, you had the mighty bouche, and uh, that was amusing. That's amusing show, too. And this is an amusing uh, bouche, too, kind of. Uh, so. Where was I? What was my? I got, I got booshed. I, I did get booshed. I'm, now I'm picturing uh, Julian's hair. Uh, Scooch, you're st- sticking in cookies from a, a, a British show from uh, 15 years. I say, well, yeah. It's a, have you seen his hair? It's beautiful. Okay, so let me get back. Where was it? Oh, so I was saying, oh, the intros are really long because I tend to try to describe the intro and how it should work. And then I go off topic. And believe me, I was interrupting going off topic because I was thinking about it. Then I started thinking about Russell Brand. One part of my brain said, those two are friends. And they said, okay, but let's get back to the new listeners. So, and then some listeners skip the intro, about 2 or 3% of people. And then more and more people are listening during the day. Part of, also part of a wind-down routine or an unwinding routine. And that's kind of how the intro became settled on that, you know, 12 to 14 to 11 to 17 to 15 to 16 to 18 or so minutes is that uh, it's kind of like a, it gives you a chance if you're new to get to know me, which you might say, uh, okay, I've gotten to know you. Now I know I don't need to give you my full attention. I'd say job done. It also makes bedtime kind of, you say, well, I don't know what Scoots is going to talk about. Because one of the things is that the variety of the show, I feel like those parts of us that are keeping us awake are very adaptable. You know, they're somehow wound in with our human nature. And so they adapt. You might say, well, I'm going to bomb my feet, then I'm going to bomb my elbows. And that might routine might work for a while uh, to help you unwind. But as soon as it becomes predictable, maybe that, you know, brain, you know, brain that's worried about spreadsheets or whatever starts carping back up. 
he says, this, there's nothing amusing about these bushes. Uh, and also, you know, like, so that's why the podcast has this long intro that changes every time. Because ideally, if you become a regular, so you get in bed and you say, oh boy, Scoots is going to talk about nothing for 14 minutes, but it's going to be about something kind of, and also nothing. And he said, I don't even know. How, like how it's possible, but it's, it's, it's like, uh, you see, well, describe the humor it used in the sleep with me podcast intro. And you say, well, hold on. Uh, I don't know if it's humorous. Uh, it's, it's more of an amuse. So, so it's amusing. No, just short of amusing. It's amuse a bit like amuse bush. And they'd say, isn't that like a mouthful of, uh, it's not an appetizer because it's too small. And technically, I've seen it on Top Chef, and I think at really fancy restaurants, they give it to you, like, because they've charged you so much. They say, well, this is an 11-course menu, if you count the amuse-bouche and the palate cleansers. And I said, yeah, I think it's just a mouthful. That's what it, and Scoots is like, just an ear, he's almost not an earful. They say, okay, I'm not following you. You say, yeah, exactly. That's how. So that's the intro of the podcast. It took me a while to get there. Uh, then after the intro, uh, we will be talking about uh, an episode of Doctor Who. In a kind of indirect, this one will be pretty indirect. You say, well, these were the character names. One of the characters' names is Scooty. And so that was cool. And so we'll talk about the episode, and then we'll kind of talk about, well, what are some of the things that I wondered about? like. Uh, what is metallurgy? Is that actually a thing or not? Uh, it, it, that didn't come up. That's just a random example. So it's the structure of the show. In between the intro and the show is a business uh, to keep uh, sponsors that help keep the show free. And at the end of the show are thank yous to people that help keep the show going. So that's just structurally how the show works. And, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, you don't need to listen. I think we kind of established that. But here's the other uh, funny thing. There's no pressure for you to fall asleep. The episodes are an hour because I'm here to keep you company. I'm here to take your mind off stuff, uh, to be at your bedside, kind of clowning around, if you wish, and to be your boyfriend. So, like, uh, to, to be almost amusing. You'd say, yeah, he just... Uh, it's an amuse. Like, there's amusement parks. There's amusing things. There's amusements. And, you, like, maybe amuse bouche and uh, amusements are not. Sp- but you'd say, well, that's an amusing. Ideally, I don't want to, like, uh, tell, tell anybody how to do things. Uh, but here's, uh, and I don't know if I've actually had an amuse bouche. Uh, like, uh, the last time I ate at a restaurant with courses was. Uh, like I don't think Golden Corral counts as a, but they, here's a tip. If you have Golden Corral, maybe have an amuse bouche station. Uh, but so, uh, what was my point? I was going to, Oh, here's a, if you're going to, if you're, if you are, if you're a kid listening, you're, or, a, you know, you're on your third or your fourth act, believe me, my life's had more than two acts. So don't let people, you know, do that to, to you. Whoever said that. Uh, is, uh, so if you're a chef on your first act or your fourth act, uh, if you're in the middle of a play playing a chef, don't uh, stick to your play. You probably should be listening to this podcast right now. You should be out there on stage. But otherwise, 
if you are designing amuse-bouches, maybe a, a, a little clue could be, is this going to be amusing? And, you know, transcendently, I mean, like the broader sense of amusing. Because you say, well, because a lot of these good cooks, they take you on a journey, right? Or chefs, excuse me. Uh, and I think this is just my philosophy that I just came up with now on Amuse Bush. It's like a treaty on Amuse Bush. And also uh, illustrated pictures from the Mighty Bush. Uh, a, fan, a, fan, a piece of fan fiction and a cookbook by Scoots. Uh, well, mostly it's not cooking. It's a philosoph. It's me philosoph- philosophizing on making your bushes amusing or amused. You say, "Well, oh boy, what is that? Uh, what is that on my the back of my palate there? And is this both hot and cold at the same time? Mac, holy mac! Is this macaroni?" You say, "No, it's uh, it's mochi." You know that, that's usually what they say on the show when it's good or on those cooking shows. No, no, it's a mochi uh, compote with uh, like uh, uh, some of the they say yeah. I remember a couple of years ago there was sunchokes were big. This was probably like five seasons ago. But we say say it's a compote of mo- mo- mochi stuff with sun sunchokes. And they say, gosh, darn, right? I said, holy macaroni. And I'm saying it again because, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to say holy mochi, sun choke, roni. Anyway, I guess I'm off topic. I'm here to keep you company as you drift off to sleep, to be your friend, uh, to be your boar bud, because I've been there in I believe it for you. Maybe you could believe it with me. You do deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a life where you can flourish and where you treat yourself and, and you're treated with dignity and respect. And I hope I can provide a little solace, a little amuse. I guess it, uh, over, word scoots is overused. Amuse. Words, here, Alec, I'll take uh, words I almost rhymed for 300. What is fuse and amuse? No, those actually rhyme. Oh, that wasn't, that was incorrect. Oh, because I think I was supposed to say amuse and uh, misuse. uh, Yeah, you're right, Alec. Thanks. I'll I'll get back to the end of the intro. Oh, it's also Alex. He just frowned at me, wrote it on my, he wrote it on his screen. It's a host of Jeopardy. I have a mirror, like a, a mirror, like, a, well, anyway, another facet of my imagination, we could say, if it was only true, if I didn't have a direct 24-7 feed to Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek, you see, where, when did, what, what happened to where the Jeopardy, when Jeopardy became avant-garde, they say, well, that was a guy from Sleep With Me, he, he, poor Alex, he got a, he somehow had a 24-7 feed of the dearest scooter in his brain and so yeah he started coming up with these strange questions uh you know and he also switched to only eating amuse bouche he would demand all his meals be broken into tiny mouth bites and that took a lot of time for him to eat a meal because it would be like uh, you know 84 servings you know just for for lunch because they were small servings so that was it. That was it for Jeopardy. Oh, thanks. Uh, th- anyway, I'm back. 
I don't know where I went, but that's kind of how the podcast works. I'm here to help. If, if you're first few times listening, you know, I know not everybody likes this show and I know it doesn't work for everybody. So if you're sitting here and you're on the fence or, or maybe you're feeling like, uh, I, I'm not sure I, this is for me, give it a few tries or, or not. Uh, there are other sleep with me like shows out there and there's plenty of audiobooks and, and other stuff to test out. Uh, but I'm here to help in my own unique way. But most of the listeners, and I, there's a good amount of listeners to this show, and 90% of them say it took two or three tries until uh, the show started working for me, and I understood it's uh, you know the, the you know the, the the boosh part of it. It got the I got that he was barely amusing right away. But what was the meaning of a boosh? Like a bit like a whoosh or. or uh, like, so that's it. I'm here to help. I work very hard at this show and I strive and I yearn because I really want to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for your time and for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. So, you know, if you're still with us and you could pay attention, it's a huge help in, in, in keeping the podcast out there for everybody. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts. Feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature, uh, changes in your routine, maybe you're traveling, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that, create a safe place to do so, or, you know, level of trust where you let me do so. And uh, then what I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night, I'll use lulling, soothing, Creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous tangents, uh, like uh, extra di- extra words, misplaced words, uh, concerns of mine that then I try to um, make more sleepy and dreamy because I was thinking about travel. And then I said, oh, well, I had something I was thinking about. Uh, and all the whole idea is the podcast is here to keep you company while you drift off. Uh, now, if you're new... Here's a couple of things. I'm glad you're here. How you doing? Come on, uh, come on. You don't have to come on in. You, you could. This is the kind of place uh, in podcasts where, because they really don't like that. I don't know why. I, just, I mean, I, I did it because I said I want you to feel welcome, but I also want you to. Here's a this. I get. Is this a paradox? I want that you to feel so welcome, you could feel un, like you could feel unwelcome. You know what I'm saying? Like where you say. Because I don't like it when I'm standing somewhere looking in at a distance, and that's my. I say, well, this is my safe place outside your store, looking in, seeing what you're up to, and seeing what your angles are, and you know, trying to check if there's any funny business. Uh, so then, when you say, "Hey, you see you looking in the store? Come on in. The air's just fine in here." I say, "Well, I'll be the judge of that. Thank you. Your friendly tone is doing nothing to earn my trust." And then they, then sometimes the people won't get it, and they'll say you get a lot better view from uh, up close. And I say I don't care if they call this Main Street USA; it doesn't doesn't make me feel 
And it just, like, uh, you know, it doesn't clarify my, it's going to take me a while. In this podcast, I say, you want to stay outside? Go right ahead. I, I, you, 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 like, ideally that you could hear it wherever you are. I, I would say the air's just fine where you are, wherever you are. You want to come in? Come on in. You want to get a little bit closer? You And then you say, well, I prefer to bat, you know, I say, let me just, you could look at me through opera glasses or a microscope or, and I don't know if you, I wonder what you'd see if you used an oscilloscope or whatever that thing is. You'd say, holy, I didn't even know this thing could pick up creaky dulcet tones, but you're off the charts on the creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders. And I'd say, excellent. So if you, you, you oh, what was I saying? If you're new, I'm glad you're here. But if you don't buy that, that's great, too. Like, if, seriously, if you're skeptical about this podcast, I totally understand. Just wait till I try to explain to you what it is, if you think you're skeptical now. So, but I mean, I would be skeptical. That's what I mean. Who who says they're going to put you to sleep, right? They say, come on inside this mattress shop. You know, we just want to get you settled in here. You say, no, thanks. I got, I got it covered on the Internet. Uh so, oh, what was my point? Uh, oh, the, the show's like not, doesn't have a lot of points. But if you're new, structurally, what to expect. Uh, show starts off with a few minutes of business. You already heard that. That's more for the regular listeners. That's how we keep the podcast free for everybody. And then there's an intro, which is kind of a long, to some people it feels like a long, drawn-out, uh, pointless description of the podcast. And that's exactly kind of what it is. Uh, you caught me. Maybe then that would be how maybe the shopkeeper would, I guess if they gave me space to wander in there, like eventually I would, would, they could earn my trust and rapport. You just say, hey, don't, with the pressure to come in your store. I mean, I realized, uh, I just, and they said, well, I wasn't, I was just trying to be friendly. And I'd say, right, I'm not, like my friend, like, uh, I don't get friends for friendship. I don't know, it's a par- I live in a paradoxical world. I don't know. I don't even understand it. Uh, you don't be, don't win for, don't be, don't, you're not going to win any friends by being nice to me or, you know, the other way around either. It's a just, and, and hopefully I would have an imaginary Nana with me who would say, oh, don't pay him any mind. He doesn't. And I say, right, Nana, maybe, maybe this is where, maybe it harkens back to you. Nana, did you ever run a shop before? I'll get back to the new listeners. Are Oh, you're right, Nana. I should get back to the new listeners. That's my Nana. She lives in my mind uh, always at every moment. Uh, oh, he's over-exaggerating. Yep, you're right, Nana. Over-exaggerating again. Uh, but so, oh, so the intro is a long intro. It's just like kind of a, I try to make a metaphor of what the podcast is, and I never succeed. And in doing so, hopefully I put you to sleep or... So some listeners, for the intro, some listeners fall asleep, some listeners skip the intro, uh, but for the majority of listeners, it's kind of part of their wind-down routine. Like, almost like a, like watching someone else play a game that's relaxing. I don't know what that would be. And plus, I've piled too many metaphors on already. I say, I got Nana, I got whatever other metaphor I was making that I forgot about, and now I'm thinking of someone just using a yo-yo. I don't know. I don't know. I've never watched someone use a yo-yo before because it's kind of rare. And I mean, I, again, wholly going off course, but, uh, 
the quality of yo-yos, the majority of yo-yos distributed are not the great. They're usually giveaways, right, at a birthday party. So there are high-quality yo-yos. I think I may have owned one. Now, I'm not a yo-yo, uh, like, now I'm thinking of yo-yo ma. So this is kind of, this is like a little bit of a meta view. This is really what my mind just kind of naturally does. But I was going to say, the most famous company, I think, is Duncan that makes the good yo-yos. Also, there was a funny Simpsons episode about yo-yos. Also, now I think I've got, like, I'm stuck in a slippery part of my brain that just likes me saying yo-yo over over again. But if I, if there was a, if we, if there was another world where a lot of people use yo-yos and they were skilled at it, or, you know, you don't have to be great, just moderately good at, like, flicking it down. Oh, what's a yo-yo? Sorry, it's a, it's like this thing. You could look it up. On, I'm sure someone's got a great YouTube channel where they do yo-yo. And as a matter of fact, if you want to do a crossover episode, that would be relaxing just to see, just a relaxing. But I was saying, some listeners, the, 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 the intro's like that for them, just watching a yo-yo go up and down. And that's a pretty clear metaphor for uh, spinning spinning its wheels, too. And walking the dog, I've done, I think I did all those things in this intro. Round the world, oh boy, did I go round, meandering around my world. And so that's the intro. Then there'll be a bedtime story. There's some business between the intro and the episode. Then there's a, a bedtime story. The intro is kind of like a bedtime story. It's kind of like a, like a stealth one. Or it's a bedtime story, wind up and cool down. But then we'll have a bedtime story. Uh, it'll be trending Tuesday style. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be yet. And then at the end of the show, we have thank yous and good nights. So, so it's the structure of the show. Clearly, I think if you've been listening, you probably figured out you don't really need to listen to this podcast. To, you don't have to really pay attention to it. Much like that yo-yo image, especially one that I don't know if those have ball bearings in them, the good ones, uh, or if that's the company that makes them. I'm trying to think when in my life, I think I've had two good yo-yos, but I don't remember them. I mean, I, I, in the 80s, there was like a yo-yo comeback, like, and I think that's what the Simpsons episode was about. Uh, but there was a butterfly yo-yo. I think I had one of those. And then later in life, uh, there was this uh, series of books called the Klutz Books. Uh, and I'm not going to say they named them after me, but uh, like I should have been getting paid for that. And I don't think I had a Klutz yo-yo, but uh, I think I had the one of How to Tie Your Shoes. I don't know if that was actually a book or they just said, let's send this to Scoots and see if it's marketable. And then I was at the book, like it was actually at a bookstore. And I said, I can't, you know, my legs, to, to, I, I can't get my leg off this pole. I followed your tie the shoe book. Uh, and they said, well, you weren't supposed to lace the book to your shoes, sir. And I'd say, well, it's about, I said, really? It's interesting because there's shoelaces in this book. There's shoelaces in my shoes. Now they're one. And that, I guess so, I guess I wasn't a beta test drive for that book. I just was looking in the bookstore until I was on one, you know, my shoe was on one side of the pole, book was on the other, shoelaces in, in books tween. And uh, so you can't do this on Amazon. Holy cow. It actually felt good. It really felt like it stretched my foot out. Uh, anyway, I don't even know what I was trying to explain. Oh, I think I was talking about yo-yos. 
And just trying to remember, but at some point in my life, I had another quality yo-yo very briefly. I mean, here's, maybe this could be the episode tonight is, uh, I don't think so though, but I'm sure there's a lot of forgotten yo-yos out there. Maybe that could be, I mean, I don't, I guess you like, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there could be a song about the forgotten yo-yos. I've just overused the word already tonight, so I can't make an episode about it. But so anyway... My main message is I'm glad you're here, but this podcast is goofy. You don't need to listen to it. There's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm here for about an hour to keep you company as you drift off at your leisure. You know, I make this show because I believe you deserve a good night's sleep, uh, and I want you to get it. Now, this doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. See if it helps you. Uh, but really, like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company as you drift off. I strive and I work very hard because uh, I want to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show uh, going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature or routine. You know, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I get, you know, that's what I mean. I got the safe place here for you. Or at night, you know, it might not be something. You should say, just like this happens to me, I say, I don't know what's up. I just can't, you know, you, you get a bit baffled, or at least I do. Uh, but whatever's keeping, you know, whatever the situation is, I'm here. And I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents i'm going to go off believe me i'm going to go off topic and like a man so did i say rusty rusty meanders uh, that was one of my main i don't know why i associate the word rusty meanders with overalls and maybe we could come back to that because i used to say oshkosh bagosh a lot in this uh, podcast uh so maybe we could figure out a way to go back to that and say return to our you see Scoots is returning he's got his podcast returning to its roots uh you know he's right there right around 800 episodes or so and he said he's bringing his podcast back to its roots uh and they say okay so what like a kid that can't fall asleep no uh uh, like a, a bit grounded in uh, care and empathy. Well, kind no, but kind of. I mean, that's part of the podcast still. No, he's going to be saying Oshkosh Bagash more and Holy Mackerel and a couple other ones. You know, his it's not his catchphrases. It's catchphrases he uh, he re-meanders. Okay, but if you're new, let me take a second. Hey, glad you're here. And I'm glad, like, I really am glad you're here. And I will tell you, you know, let's see how this goes, okay? Because it does, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. And I hope it can help you. So that's why I want to take a second time out here. Or if you're a regular listener, hey, welcome back. 
but this podcast, most regular listeners listen to it two or three times before they became a regular listener, which I guess is a paradox in itself. But they said, well, okay, this podcast is a little bit different. First time I was trying to make sense of it. The second time I was a bit baffled. And the third time I realized, oh, okay, I don't, I don't get it, so I do get it. So if you're new, all I ask is you see how it goes. Uh, but there's no pressure on, on my end other than that. I mean, I'd like to help you. I'd like to keep you company as you fall asleep. But let's just see how it goes. A couple other things I want you to know. Uh, structurally, what you expect. show starts off with business, which you heard. This is more important for the regular listeners and the like, super users that listen to a bunch of episodes because that's what keeps the podcast free for everybody. Then there's an intro uh, then there's some business. Then there'll be the story, which tonight will be our episodically modular series, uh, Big Farm in the Sky PI. Uh, then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's just structurally what to expect. Let me talk a little bit about the intro, though, because sometimes this uh, people say, when's the bedtime story start? And I could tell you if you're looking for that, it starts around 18 to 20 minutes or so into the show because we have an intro that's right, like right around 14 to 12 to 16 to 18 minutes where I try to kind of explain what the podcast is, but more, uh, I don't know, establish, uh, a baseline of nonsense and senselessness, uh, and fr- friendly nonsense. And, and like, uh, I don't know. I try to explain what the podcast is and I realize I find the podcast baffling. Also I'll overuse words that I like. And the main thing, the way the intro kind of developed was a sensible thing of like, uh, for most people, they, they fall asleep. Like they, they want to, you need a wind down routine, right? You got to ease yourself into bedtime. You know, we've taught, I don't know. It's been a while since I've said Oshkosh Bagash or, you know, pontificated on shoehorns. It has been a while. Also, it's been a while. It's been a, this existence, this stage of my existence, I've never owned a shoehorn. I've used some, I've held some, and I don't really need a shoehorn because it'd just be one more thing. But you don't really, you can't, I guess my thing is you can't shoehorn. Here's a, here's a generational thing. Maybe I was like, like at the, the post, like my father had a shoehorn. My mother, what if that was the shoehorn story my, or shoehorn leghorn? I think that's the last time, like hundreds of episodes ago, or you say Scoots, that was last week when you're talking about shoehorn leghorn. Yeah, that was the shoehorn. That's a children's book I'll write one day. My father was a shoehorn. My mother was a leghorn. And that's or a fi, maybe shoehorn foghorn. I like that better because there was like a, what was it? Something Foghorn Leghorn. Wasn't that the name of the giant um, a chicken and the Bugs Bunny cartoons? I guess it doesn't make sense. Oh, no, that was the first name. Shoehorn Leghorn, though, would be. Or Shoehorn Foghorn. Shoehorn F- B. Foghorn. The shoehorn that was a foghorn. Maybe, I, okay, so this is one of the meanders that goes on in the intro where I try to explain what the show is. And shoehorn beef hot foghorn. I can't get enough of that. Uh, it also, like, you know, you know the, your mouth when you say, sh- go ahead and say it with me. Shoehorn beef foghorn. Shoehorn beef leghorn. Isn't it almost sound like when you're chew, like when you say the word chew, like you're chewing? Or chew, chew, chew. 
I guess because shoe and chew do rhyme. I, I didn't realize that. I'm not kidding. This is where it's unintentionally funny. Until I said it, I didn't realize that shoe and chew rhymed. Another part of my brain that isn't linked to my rhyming brain said, huh, that feels the same in my mouth, a shoe and chew. Wonder why. You know, that's why I'm cut out to make this podcast. So the intro just is lets people ease into bedtime, and then some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people fall asleep after the intro. Uh, some people fall asleep, uh, like some people skip the intro. Some people listen to the whole show. It, like So whatever works for you, you'll find out. And it, or there's uh, people that use the show in different ways all the time. You know, some people don't fall asleep during the, the show. They they fall back asleep. They don't start listening until they wake up. Uh, so you just see how it goes. I guess that's my main thing. Oh, but the intro, I guess my main thing is to ease your in- intro. Like, cause some people expect the intro to be concise or make sense. And I just wanted to, I guess it's a little late for that. But I kind of did an example. Uh, that's also how the intro works. Unintentionally, I'm showing off my style, my Foghorn B shoehorn style. So, okay, so that's the intro. Then tonight will be a store, then the story, which is our episodically modular series you could listen to in any order. This just happens to be the, the the season closing episode before we do a season recap episode. But like I said, you could listen to it in any order. There's a big catch up at the start, so we'll get you caught up. Uh, so it's a structure show. No pressure to listen. This, this is the one podcast, uh, like I said, where you kind of discover how it works best for you. Or, you know, the great thing about all the people that help keep the show free uh, by you know doing st- going out of their way to do that is that there's all these different style episodes. So some people say, well, that's uh, the style I prefer, so I'll just listen to those ones. Uh, some people listen to every episode. Some people kind of pick and choose and create apps and uh, create like a playlist in their apps and stuff. So just see how it goes. Uh, no pressure to listen. Here's the other thing. There's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company. And if you need it, you could run 8, 10, 12 episodes in a row. So, you know, I'm here uh, to, to help ease you off into bedtime. So there's no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. I mean, I do believe, the reason I make a show is because I believe you do deserve a good night's sleep. And I know it's not easy. And I'd like to be here uh, and, and, and just keep you company uh, as I can. You say, well, I make the show just as much for the people that can't sleep as the people who fall asleep in four, four, first four or five minutes. So, uh, yeah, so that's the kind of structure show. That's the things to know. I, I did say I was going to talk about Oshkosh Bagash, but then by Oshkosh and Bagash, I got distracted by old shoehorn, leghorn, foghorn, the third or something. And went off topic. So maybe we'll go back to Ash. That, that was just like a, I don't know. It's a nice word. I, I know it's probably, I guess, it, hmm, I, I don't, did I research this in the early days? Uh, was Ashkash Bagash a thing before it was a brand or was it, has it always just been a brand? I don't know if I've ever owned it. Do they make adult clothes? I'm going to have to look that up later. I think, oh, because I was thinking of meanders, and then I was thinking of, uh, when I say rusty meanders, I think of overalls. And then when I think of overalls, I immediately think of Oshkosh Bagash. I think they only made kids' overalls, maybe just in the 80s, and I didn't own any. 
I think so. I had six kids in my family. I think there was one pair of green Oshkosh jeans or something like that were secondhand from one of my cousins uh, in our home, but I, I was already over outgrown them. Or they like arrived at my home because I have so many cousins that it was like, uh, what do you call that? Secondhand, you know, you call it when you, uh, so there's a lot of clothing exchange. It was just great of being a part of a big family is, uh, You'd say, man, who, like, uh, but so, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll get some ash. I'm not, like, an overalls person, uh, but just because, it, like, uh, I need less, like, I said, okay, well, I don't need, I don't need, you know, if I have a denim shirt, uh, you know, it's fine, but I don't really need any denim above the waist majority of the time. But I, I could be wrong. I mean, you could say, Scooch, you just wear a shirt. You know, you do it just like they do, like when you ha- you put the you put that uh, piece of wheat in your mouth, uh, the full uh, Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer or whatever. And you say, okay, then I fold it up in my bare feet, right? No shirt, bare feet, just my Oshkosh bagashes. And I'd say, hmm, well... Couple things, you know. I do a lot of running, so I know, like, my upper body. There's a certain part that gets chafed, uh, and that's with like cotton, like like other materials. So denim, I'd worry about that. And two, I just don't know. I mean, I can see that there'd be airflow. I mean, the cool thing would be that I would have somewhere to put my hands, uh, like holding my lapels or whatever you call those things. In my uh, stirrup, but what do they call those straps? I don't know. So anyway. I think you got a good idea if you're new of me going off topic a few times. Uh, ideally, and I don't want to be overconfident by saying, well, if a podcast is going to work for you, maybe you forgot about it, uh, took your mind off stuff. Uh, and that's a goal here. I'm really glad you came by. I'm really glad you came back, uh, those of you. You know, thanks so much. I'm, I'm, it's great to see you. Great to be here in your ears. Uh, I really appreciate your time. So see how it goes if you're new. Give it a few tries if you if you wish. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I really work hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, and here's a couple of ways, really, if you're here listening, you can find all this at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors tomorrow. Uh, but these partners coming up here, these are what keep the show free and help us keep the show going.